Can I you do a 4D. Facebook live stream? 4D was in there. I <laughs> snuck in a 4D. I'm like, you want me to get a little water bottle and scorch? Uh, <laughs> There's the title and the thumbnail, baby. We don't do 4D. <laughs> Hey, Samar. Welcome to the Smart Nonsense Podcast, where we talk about entrepreneurship, self-development, and challenging norms. It's another banger of an episode. Could be at 300 by now. We don't know. We don't know. All it I feels know like is we get a change of environment. Belki, you're you're in what we originally wanted the podcast to oh! be. Oh! Hey, go watch us on YouTube. You got a nice oh, set, Pop. It actually kind of looks nice. It does. That, the the it's a little off shit. it's it's a little off kilter, but people are gonna have to go check it out themselves and comment down below. It's like a beautiful house that has one painting that's a little bit off or photo off on the wall, and it oh, it is the painting makes everything shit. Oh, is it, it the, is painting? the painting? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I, I I got my level. Oh, my level's yep. smack dab in the middle. Yeah, it's the painting. You telling pop. me I've been bringing all these people over and no one's. I'm me. I'm telling you, you're not you when you're hungry, Pop. All right. I've cracked open the Snickers. This is my second oh. one. Oh! Painting's off the wall. Wow. That's, yeah, that's a just big painting. Pop, it's kind of like um, those funhouse rooms where you're like, yeah. the person looks really small, and then they go to the other side of the room, <laughs> and they're a giant because the room's like this. I, I just went over room. there. It's it's fucking big, dude. That's that's what I tell the girls. I'm like, come over to the fun house. No, I don't. Uh-uh. I wish I'd talk to girls. We're going on, Pop. Episode hey, 300. Here's what's happening. Episode 300 <laughs> goes up. <laughs> she used to put her invoices. Round up. And she'd count by hundreds. She wouldn't count by once. She'd be like, <laughs> invoice 100, invoice 200, 300. Okay, that's how we do it over here at Smart Nonsense. I want to talk about this, Belky. And... Uh, it's a business necessity. This doesn't even have to be a podcast. Bare but- necessities, a bare, ne- bare necessities. Oh, no. Pop, I'm still here. You're still here. I'm still here. Don't worry. Don't worry. You just got to trust that Riverside is doing what it's supposed to be doing I, in the cloud. I, I, <laughs> I can't have a conversation with... <laughs> bare necessities. <laughs> It was cutting in and out. Well, the bare necessities. Here's what I'm trying to figure out, Belky. Are we an agency or a business? Oh, I don't know. Is that your question? Is that the rhetorical question? You want me to go from there? This is what I told you on the phone. If we get one thing out of this podcast. Here's what happens, Pop. This is what I was trying to say on the phone. We called Pod Fod Emergency Pod Go. One week we're an agency. The agency sucks. The next week we become a business. Business is great. But then agent, then we have to do the systems again. So we're an agency again. And then we're like, fuck the agency. Let's be a business. And then we figure out the, it's, it's, I don't know what we are. Well, <clears throat> here's the thing. Milky, I think we just spilled the beans on this whole fucking uh, celebrity shit that we're doing. I think, well, we already said. I think, this, I think that no will bankrupt us. Out. What? You, but if you have no idea. It? Yeah, what if what if the project goes on and on and on? They push it back the release a month. They no, push dude, that he's back. He's got a tour. I, actually, I don't know. Whatever. Okay. You would well, think. the point is, um, basically, we're cracking into Hollywood. But Hollywood's interesting because, unlike everything else we deal with, 
they're these project by project basis. It's like you shoot a movie, you have a year off, and then you shoot another movie. That's how everything works out there. So we, we're starting to work with them, and they're like, hey, uh, we have these super cool, massive projects coming up with big companies, like fucking shit we've been dreaming of doing. But uh, we don't do retainer models because it's project by project. Like we might not have something for a month, and then it'll be out of nowhere this fucking massive thing. And as also, a business, do you guys do do you guys do title sequences? Can you do uh, VFX? Can you do three D stuff? Can you do lower thirds? Can I you do Facebook live stream? Four <laughs> D was in there. <laughs> I snuck in a four D. I'm like, you want me to get a little water bottle and scorch? Uh, <laughs> There's the title and the thumbnail, baby. We don't do four D. <laughs> Where's Pistol Pete? You see, you see, I promoted Senator Dave. <laughs> yeah, he's President Senator Dave. <laughs> I was telling Dylan last night we got this guy in the company. His name's Pete. I don't know his last name, but his Slack name is Pistol Pete <laughs> from day one. And his I never. First... <laughs> I, I don't know if I even. I don't know what his face looks like. I I think I had a conversation with him once, but immediately nice he joined. And I was like, welcome, Pistol Pete, and changed his name immediately. <laughs> he's Pistol Pete. I haven't Stuck. seen him since he did the butthole thumbnail. <laughs> no, dude. He's like, I haven't seen him since. I'm going to <laughs> We got another graphic yeah. artist named Lowell. You know Lowell? I don't know him, but I, I've seen his name a couple times. He seems to be doing all right. Uh, he went beast mode on the thumbnail that we scrapped entirely. But that gets to the bottom line. It's like, okay, when we deviate from what we know is good business like we know for a fact good business is specialization that's what built to sell is it's like this agency that did everything sure they were profitable but the way they got to great is they started telling clients no we don't do that we don't do that they fired all the clients where they used to do all those extra things they essentially lost money in the short term but by specializing they became the best in the world and could sell that company because they systematized that whole process for logo design in their case but similar here we're just the one-minute short-form premium video guys. Here's what I realized yesterday, Pop. Yeah. All an agency is, I'm going to paint with a broad brush, but man, if I'm, if I'm not right, I'll be damned. All an agency is, is an artist who was really good, who hit it really freaking big, and kept getting more and more and more and more work through word of mouth. Mm. They are not an entrepreneur. They didn't go to school for business. Yeah. They were a fantastic artist that second to that made a business, an agency. Every time we encounter them, it's that same thing. It's like, what? you guys don't know how to run a business. Right. Well, it's it, yeah, it's what happens to anyone that's good at their art. They're going to get, at some point, too much demand where they're like, how do I scale this? Mm. Oh, I'm the artist. I'll become the agency. But they start from the artist's perspective. We were never artists. I studied business. You studied astrophysics. How did we get here? I don't know. We just, the podcast. I mean, you, you were fucking around with your own videos. So you're kind of the artist, probably more than me. But uh, I'm, I'm the pure business guy. So that perspective, we're coming at it at a different angle. And they just can't, they can't really fathom. They're like, wait, so you only do 10 for 10? But you what only if, do what 10 for 10 and you need pay quarterly? It's like, yeah, we have one product and we need cash flow. I know. So that's the question is we're battling. And we're the best this. in the world at that. We're the only people in the world that do this. 
Right. We own it all. We own it all. Because we're noticing, we're like, okay, we, we're working with two clients that collectively make up 30 grand in monthly revenue. A lot of money. And essentially, when we have all these fixed costs with employees, that's profit for us at the end of the day. So it's essentially Henry and I losing $400,000 or whatever, $360,000 a year to specialize with the oh, belief that we- this is going to make up more money. But not only that, it also potentially means turning away these projects where it's like this big company. They want to do uh, a collab, a collab, a collab, a collab between, <laughs> a collab between this A-list, well, we already said his name, Will Smith, and this big company. They want to do a collaboration. And uh, they're, they're like, like it's going to be November, 15, November through February. It's super maybe. vague. But it's, it's one of those projects that is probably like if we quoted them, like could be 50, 100 grand. Like who knows? Uh, a massive, uh, massive potential. Plus, they're like, oh, this is just the pilot of what could be many more. So uh, we're purposely leaving it vague because we signed a lot of NDAs. But where is the line? Where's the line between being fucking diehard 10 for 10ers, where we're just the 60 second or less, that's a religion, and oh shit, it's Will Smith, oh shit, it's this massive company that could explode our demand if we worked with them. And maybe that's how we get our foot in the door, is we do the 16-minute video, and then we're like, hey, by the way, we don't normally do this. What are they exploding our demand for? It's this, it's kind of this double-edged sword where we do the one-off project for them, people see that one-off project, then more big companies want that thing that we don't do. That's how you get into the agency feedback loop. So here's why. Okay, no, no, no. Here's what I'm potentially thinking is a better fit. YouTube, YouTube, we're not the best in the world. We're good, but we're not the best. Darmesh we're talking to today, he's like, hey, how come my videos aren't performing? We're like, I don't know. There's a lot of shit going wrong, but we, we really don't know. Henry still gets like 80 views on his YouTube videos. So do <laughs> I. Like, what the fuck do we know? We just put buttholes on the thumbnails. But the question is, I'm asking Henry. I'm like, hey, dude, uh, I'm sick of posting all these clips, like I want to hire someone to do that. I want to hire someone to do titles and thumbnails. Darmesh was like, hey, do you just want to like have someone that specializes in this come in and, and do that for you? And so it's a question to us. It's like, okay, that these clients, they're paying us, again, say 30 grand a month. We could easily pay someone super well 10 grand a month of that 30 grand and still be, we'd still probably keep 10 of that. But, but they're they're gonna have the same guessing. It's like no one nobody knows YouTube. They're not gonna look at who MFM brought in, the My First Million podcast. They brought in people from BET's YouTube mm. channel to actually grow the thing. Their shit's the same, if not marginally better, marginally worse than what we were doing. It's just like it's like a ten year problem. What's Crack- that kid's name? Oh, Will ain't it? What's his fucking name? Something ain't it? Will? It? Oh, you, s- Timmy in it? Tim Timmy. in it? Will in it? Tim, Tim in it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm a screen share. Uh, yeah, this fucking this kid, like, in the last two, Tim, Tom, oh, Tommy, Tommy in it. Yeah, I feel like Tommy an old person. It. He does all these Minecraft videos, but he fucking blew up out of nowhere. He has 11 million. 
and he gets like three million, four million, seven million, fucking insane. Same on his uh, Instagram, all his handles, uh, TikTok and shit like that. It's just blowing up. God, like, he looks crazy. How long has he been posting? Uh, Go to his first videos? video. How do I go to videos? Sort by oldest three. Yeah, so, but he actually started posting like two years ago. And it's fascinating. I think it's just his personality because he's crazy. Like, I watched his, uh, what's his, Logan Paul? Logan. Let me see if that pops up. So, this one. See, and then. Fascinating. Right. right. He's yeah, I don't just, know anything uh, his, about him. His personality, but it's, it's just interesting because he's like, this kid clearly gets it. But he's a very Gen Z. That's his audience. Like, he, he knows how to appeal to them. Uh, we're we're going after a different demographic. But, yeah, and uh, you have to understand that for every Tommy, Timmy, Jimmy in it, or about a million, there's there's a hundred other people that did the same thing just in eight years. And what's the or norm? It never appeared. That's why uh, or never appeared. It's a survivorship. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So yeah, it it makes sense that there's someone like him. But it's like, okay, that kid clearly gets it. Who was that other guy from, I think he was from Great Britain to or, or, uh, England. The guy that would do the know. funny dog pet food tricks and all that oh, stuff. Oh, oh, Liam Thompson. Liam Thompson. He blew yeah. up. Yeah, he's still around. He, I don't know if he's still around, but they, they clearly got it. We have no idea what we're doing. So the point is... No, but, but we, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is we do. We're just talking in the wrong feedback loops. We're talking about... We're like trying to get rich quick. It doesn't right. happen. We're, we're going to talk to Darmesh and like try and figure out how Darmesh can get rich quick on YouTube, get subscribers quick. But like there is no, there just isn't a formula. That's actually, what's interesting to me is we right now, we're supposedly the, the viral video guys. Like that's, that's what we know. But I texted you an hour ago. I'm like, Dude, I thought this Naval clip, which looked to me sick, like set your aspirational uh, hourly rate. Uh, it's like $5,000 an hour. Everything below that, just say no. We did a dope clip. I'm like, this shit's going to fucking pop off. And it's like one of our worst performing clips. And I'm like, what the fuck do I know? And we're supposed to be the experts? <laughs> well, so, we just, the only expert thing we know is to put out a lot of shit and be consistent. But my and point power, being, power through. I think there's a world where we can become more expert. Like if our energy wasn't devoted into going into YouTube, trying to figure out, oh, titles and thumbnails on YouTube, what works best there? We're just like, no, we don't fucking, I don't, I don't give a shit about anything over a minute long. That I don't know. I'm just focused on 60 seconds or less. How can we become the world experts in that? And by doing that, that's what I think. Yeah, it's sort of like one of those short term, you're going to lose more money, which is kind of a bummer because we're like, oh, we're 10 for 10 for 10. And we just fucking sold out. That's awesome. But now we drop our revenue. Who knows if we're going to make it up? But the belief is that long term by specializing, we're just known for that. Anyone wants to make a premium short form video, they come to us. And my point being originally, instead of focusing that energy, say on figuring out YouTube, cracking that code, because we clearly haven't. What if we put that into paid? Like we, we can focus on 60 seconds or less, but the issue is a lot of people don't have that distribution. So they're asking like, hey, what do we do with that? Like it might be too small of a market to be like 10 grand a month for 10 clips. And we don't know how to promote them unless it's organic. 
Hey, it's a sticky binky. It's a stinky binky. I know. I think that's more profitable though, because if we can show we can show very clear returns, because we're well, it's kind of hard because then we have to build out a whole like. Like, are we gonna run their ads for them? No. Doesn't really. No, that's why. Like, what I love about our business, and I think the closest we've gotten to something that can work and scale and grow is this notion that we're the post-production 60-second people. Feed your shit to us, we'll hit you back with the link when it's done. If we're entirely focused, like our sole focus is animating short-form video, that's all we do. We said with the clips, I fucking, I get turned on by these clips. I got fucking rock solid Yesterday. I was fucking, I was walking around, I couldn't walk through doorways, dude. It was bad. It's a fucking Pixar clip. That Arv drops in the chat. I'm like, oh my god, it's it's taking me on a journey, and we're cracking all these. It's codes. true, by the way. It's really it was true. Phenomenal. I lost my shit. Belky, you lost your shit too. It was, it was like objective. Everyone phenomenal. Did. I'm like, wow. One, it's kind of fun to take on new projects because it it pushes the boundaries, and then we come up with these new ideas. Like it's kind of leapfrogging. Leak. Leak. There he leak. is. Leak. I can't. Leap. Leak it, Pop. Leap? Leap, leap sounds tapes. like a weird word. You ever forget the English language, then read, remember it, and it's like, leap. The fuck is leap? Leapfrog leap it. So we leapfrog from Naval, bounce <laughs> ribbit all the way over to what's now Will Smith's edit, and it's like, each stage, it's forcing innovation. And that's, that's why I'm like, oh, sometimes the projects are dope. So we kind of... It's not that the projects ain't dope. dope. It's not that they're not dope. It's just they don't scale. They don't scale at all. But it's that that foot in the door thing. Like there's there's actually no difference really for us between producing a one minute animated video and a fifteen minute one. We did it with our meshes. We had no oversight. It just fucking ran, and it was fifteen grand, twenty grand video. So it was just like awesome awesome profit play if you want to do it that way um and now we're like hubspot sees it they'll probably come to us more often but maybe they're going to be asking for those types of videos but the same thing with that other big company with will it's like we can easily do that video and then once we're in is it like the call thing where we make the exception at the start of the relationship and then quickly be like hey this is actually all we do we just wanted to like let y'all know um, yeah, kind of like on your that radar, and that's what you ended up doing with this thing. You're like, "Hey, we'll hear you out. We may even do this project, but just so you know, like, we do ten for ten. Our specialty is sixty second clips, and we work on like six month terms." Right. So maybe maybe the rule is this: uh, for anything ongoing, it has to be ten for ten, ten for ten, or something very similar like short form but if it's a 10 for 10 or already and they just want to do some like one-off project we'll be we'll hear them out or if it's someone where to get our foot in the door we have to do something slightly outside of 10 for 10 but then we set expectations once we're in the door ah so it could maybe go both ways where if people want kind of one-off boutique stuff from us they better be to get their foot in the door they better be a 10 for 10 client right like what happened likewise Right, right. On the inverse, if we want to get our foot in the door with somebody else, 
we'll do the kind of boutique thing, but then dial it back. Be like, this this was a blast, guys, this project. However, just note, we only work on these terms and this is what we do. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That could be something. I mean, you were telling me today, you're like, oh, let's just have the Minutemen. And that's what they do. Like, that's their shit is just the one-off projects. They're floating around just ready on call for anything fucking crazy to hop in on. Yeah, like the the biggest problem with these one-off projects and the agency model is there's just no forecasting. So this huge project comes in. Will Smith's dope. We want to do it. But I think we literally have half the company working on that right now. Right. And so everything everything blows up. Right. So like the notion that you could do that at scale just well it doesn't make sense. So what what do we do? Well, now that's the thing with the 6-month contract. Good for us, uh also bad for us <laughs> in terms of <laughs> now we're we're locked in for another 4 to 6 months. That that's right. So people. What do you do? Do you do we suck it up and keep doing these things that aren't our specialty? I think there's two of them in the company right now, two YouTube clients. Do we suck it up and just barrel on? Or do you go to them and say, hey, guys, uh, actually, we've changed a lot. We're going to help you find somebody who can do this for you. So somebody. Yeah, I said that right. Um and 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 offer that transition like you did with todd you're like i can't like, i can't create this way so dope he's so I nice know. he's got he's just fucking the dude so that's that's the fucking that's the issue and he's he's like i don't want to do short form stuff or at least i assume he's like i want the legacy on youtube yeah yeah i don't know it's a crazy it's a crazy And well, we have this, this again, this happens like every two weeks. Here's, here's an alternative it's, though for Darmesh. Yeah. It's like, hey Darmesh, you're spending 15 grand on this. What if you did a 10 for 10 with us? And that way you're going viral because you're not going viral on YouTube right now. You take 10 of that and the other five you put into some like HubSpot YouTube monkey and you don't need all this animation on YouTube. Your longer form videos. That's a good point. What we're doing... So in his four-minute YouTube videos, you don't really need all that on YouTube. Right? Like, people just it, watch I think, talking head videos on YouTube. Right. It might be a, a thing where it's, Let's market it's better to have... Using like, 10 for 10. We might be holding Darmesh back because we're charging him... 750 a minute for youtube so naturally our clips are like two minutes or less youtube doesn't really like short videos for the most part they tend to like 10 minute videos it's like darmesh let's just um have someone that's good they can do something clean turn out one of these a week that's 10 minutes long and it doesn't have to be super animated we put all that money into like the actual marketing the viral marketing machine and then that's how you get your message out there Right, like, let us just do the one thing we know. But is Darmesh doesn't 80%. have like an Instagram or a TikTok, but he so has he just have to. Yeah, what does he have on Twitter? A million followers? 
Well, that's okay. That's that's kind of an interesting point because we have Zach. Zach's uh, he has the untold. Sorry, he's got which is three hundred thousand followers. Yeah, he's two eighty six. But none of it's really translating over to YouTube. Um, but those videos are really nice. His YouTube videos are good. The ones the we did. Are, yeah, they're they're pretty sick. But what I was gonna say is, with uh, with Zach, the untold, he's starting from scratch, and he's like, "Hey, what's my fucking strategy here?" And we're like, "If I were to actually recommend a strategy to you, I'd say That's turn right. this ten minute YouTube video into clips." I think didn't you actually tell him like, "Don't spend all of this money, shoot a lot, get comfortable with low quality stuff." post find your voice be in this for three to five years and then we can talk about doing the crazy stuff but so what you what you i think what you told him and what we end up telling everyone is just be consistent well let's just lower the friction i'm thinking if i were a creator today starting from scratch which is what darmesh did it's what the untold did it's just people with a lot of money that they're like how do i become a brand I would start on a viral platform where it rewards actual good content. Like YouTube to me is sort of like OG Hollywood where it was, there was a little bit of a gatekeeper. It doesn't immediately reward great content. Whereas TikTok, 100% reels, that's constantly testing. Like, I don't know if the algorithm is still the same, but it'll take your clip, give it to 10 people and compare that to how another person that just posted, how those two videos perform. And if yours does better than them, okay, it gets promoted a little bit more and a little bit more. And that's why it builds up so fast. So that's where I think. And that's by the you, way, the YouTube, YouTube used to be that way 12 years ago. Now it's, oh. now it's this old Hollywood. No, no, no. no. Shit I think, actually used to go viral on YouTube. Well, I think that's just because the market was smaller back then. YouTube's Maybe. getting better in that subscribers matter less, meaning your feed isn't just what you subscribe to as in the big accounts. It can be a smaller creator that pops off. But I think with Darmesh, that would probably be a harder sell. Cause he's like, I know the content's good. I, I'm not trying to prove it. I, I just want it to be there. And then once it finally picks up in a year or two, it's always getting recommended and re-recommended, which is a but, good point. Okay. Right. Darmesh, he's like, he's just a billionaire doing this for legacy, but our other ones starting from scratch uh untold right these like untold history stories fantastic what you're saying is just get on tiktok and tell the truncated version in 45 seconds with right. text on screen well, and images that's the on MVP. screen that's the mvp yeah. oh he fucking cracked it tiktok is your mvp if you can't pick up on tiktok then you're never gonna good luck yeah 100 percent. oh Oh, this is really making me think about things now. Dude, what if... Whoa, whoa. What if... We figured out Twitter by leveraging distribution there, but what if we say for the first month with new clients, we get them on the, the TikTok diet plan. It's like, if this stuff doesn't perform on these tiny feedback loops on TikTok and Reels... You don't have, you don't have, you don't have nothing well, worth, worth sharing. Hmm. 
no, no, you don't have to do that. I wouldn't. Because not everyone wants growth. Here's with the untold, for example. Zach's hypothesis with, say, Nav Bahatia is this guy has Wait, a cool Nav story. Bahat- yeah, Nav Bahatia he- is the first episode of this show. Mm-hmm. The first episode. It's this guy, yeah. He- he's basically some random Indian dude who did well in business and then happened to like go to a bunch of Lakers games. I, I don't know. I don't even remember the team. But, yeah, and then uh, got inducted like into the NBA Hall of Fame as like a honorable mention. Something. I mean, it's it's like a mediocre nice. story, but yeah. uh, basically, it's like, hey, if this story is really that good, you should be able to tell it in forty seconds, and then even less, probably fucking twenty seconds. And then if that story does well in the short form, condensed, like bring them on that little story arc, learn how to tell a story in in a short amount of time okay now there's something there let's make a video on that or if nav never picks up on a platform that's constantly testing everything okay don't tell the story about nav just wait until like tell a bunch of stories really quick and then the one that picks up you make the long form youtube video about that that might be interesting it's it might be it still doesn't translate to that so you make that long format one on youtube that still doesn't translate to anything Still, nobody's going to show up to your long-form YouTube video if you're just starting. So, what do, should we just tell everyone, like, hey, we just don't fuck with YouTube? Like, hire not, hire some editor full-time for five grand to just edit it, basic. But at the same time, they're like, why would I need to put all this post-production into my TikTok? Why, why can't I just tell the story without just have a green screen and simple graphics in the back? You could. Hey, now I was confused again. <laughs> well, it's it's that issue I told you before. Where like, you just take for Naval, for example, our best performing clip, like the fucking banger, got six hundred and sixty thousand views so far on Instagram Reels. But you look at the unedited version, just taken from Joe Rogan. That one has over a million. And it's like, this is us putting a shitload of mental creative energy into this sort of the Peter McKinnon problem from before. And it doesn't perform better than just the dude talking. Uncut. So it's like, I don't know. It's it's a weird, weird balance. Right, and the difference there, man, it is. Well, take, take Ali, for example. Okay, Ali, he's not on TikTok really at all. This is Ali Abdal. Mm-hmm. YouTuber extraordinaire. He's someone that values quality over quantity. So in his case, he's like, hey, I know this probably isn't going to perform as well as just taking my face, but I still want to do it because it, like, a view isn't a view. There are better views. Like, one view is building your brand value. The other one is just like, hey, I, I was just mildly entertained enough. Like, our Naval edits are clearly adding value to Naval's brand. I see, yeah. So that's the problem is when everything is just like, how many eyeballs saw it? No, it's not that. It's like, is a view on YouTube the same as a view on TikTok? No, not at all. You can't count them the same. The same as you can't count the the quality of editing and, and the the value of the post-production there the same. That's right. That's right. Actually, this was this happened internally at the company because you were asking about this this kind of like Joe 
uh, call it the Joe Schmo paradox, right? Where like mm-hmm. we're getting the same amount of views as someone who just had Instagram populate captions on the video. It's like one is hyper competitive. Anybody can put captions on a video. Instagram's computers put captions on videos. The other were the only people in the world doing it. The kind of the problem is the immeasurable or harder to measure is the brand value. That's just the person seeing, oh, that edit's amazing. That's good for my brand. But it's not quantifiable like, hey, this unedited version got twice as many views as the one I just spent $2,000 on. Why would I spend $2,000? Well, because all this brand value. It, it, you're elevating yourself way above right. it. I just People care about say, eyeballs. Oh, this is like, it's not a million views, it's the one view. You might get the person in those 600,000 views that sees what Naval put into that clip or what we put into that clip and said, wow, I want to do a deal with Naval right. at AngelList. And that's right. a billion dollar unicorn. Um, you know, it's it's really hard to measure. We A lot of our sticking points is like, how do we measure any of well, this? That's why I'm like, paid's an interesting thing to think more about. But we don't want to do paid because then we're going to have to run their ads and then we're going to have a little monkey in the back. Even and also, though we're leaving a lot of money on the table there. Paid might be even worse. Given everything you're saying, paid is, in a sense, no, forcing paid, it in front well, of somebody's face. Paid How is valuable different. is that view? I think paid makes sense because you're building... It's like having a website. Like if we send someone to a Notion page, they're like, oh, this is just a rinky-dink company just trying to figure it out. It's an agency. Whereas if we send them to a dope-ass website, like, oh, this is, I want to buy from them. I trust them. Same thing if you see an ad that's like Mm. just the person talking to the camera versus like amazing animations. They're like, oh, they clearly have a big budget. They're a legit company that's making something impressive. I trust them. I want to buy from them. So I think that's where even though like a thousand views actually you're paying per thousand views so i think it's going to convert a lot higher there in terms of actual people that buy i suppose <sighs> i don't know but uh we'll we'll have to talk when we're not uh on brainstorming on the air, on the air. <laughs> it's 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 a lot but i do want to think about what we do with these existing youtube clients because specializing is the way to go 10 for 10 is our shit We'll make some exceptions in certain cases, like we probably will with Will Smith or, I don't know, some pr- people that are trying to get in the door. But for right. six-month contracts, we don't want to do more YouTube. Right. Specializing grows. Now, like, it's so obvious. It's so clear. When somebody comes in for 10 for 10, you and I do a bit of strategy with them, then the team cranks. Right. It's- and, and all the teams look identical. Because the output is almost identical. Right. We we don't know how to prep for this Will project in January, whatever it might be, whenever that actually happens. Right. It could be anything versus we got a new client. Oh, run them through the system. We know exactly the onboarding process. It's all checklisted, systematized. It's just like, here, it's another one. And it's a fucking factory of just awesome content. I like the factory. Well, that's what you were saying this morning. You're like... Dylan, you, you make a big deal out of like going and posting and titling and figuring out the thumbnail idea. It's not that hard. And I'm like, yeah, it, it takes a couple hours a week. But it's like the idea of me having to think about that. It, it One, 
I only have like so many creative hours a day. I don't want to spend them on Darmesh's thumbnail for one of his 10,000 videos that he's making. Or even just the notion of stopping what you're doing, getting out of bed, posting that thing, Setting delivering it to Darmesh. Alarm clock. Yeah. So let me ask you this. On-chain, um, our crypto, one of our crypto clients, I think they're... Uh, I suppose they're they're about the closest old client that we have to ten for ten. We haven't done a a single. Um, I like, also think they're doing. Are they doing YouTube, or they just? No? Oh no, they just wanted to. They changed the dimensions because they went from nine by six or nine by sixteen to sixteen by nine. So they went horizontal video. But I think that's because you can post it on Twitter. I don't know if they're going to post on YouTube too. Well, that's part of the problem. So what I was going to say is we brought them on. This was the first client we brought on to directly interface with the team where we were turning our attention to scaling this thing. And in the one or two months since we've worked with them, the team has crushed it, completely completely led by their little pod of smart nonsense teammates. That seems scalable. <laughs> Maybe they're going to YouTube because we don't talk to them. Uh, but I, I have no idea what's going on. Uh <laughs> But that is my thing. I think if we can specialize in just being the viral video guys, and obviously we don't want to like be the tech bro, like have the guys know, but whatever, we're just viral people. Then that means we can come up with a process for testing everything. Like we can, hey, someone comes in, I want to do 10 for 10, but how, how can I make sure that it's going to work? Okay, we don't do paid. But we do organic. This is what we're going to do. We're going to make sure you have a TikTok channel. We're going to test everything there. We're going to post it on all the platforms. And like, we actually have a process for organically going viral. Well, and don't for, don't forget, as we build our brand on Twitter and Instagram, which we're not spending enough time doing, we can actually be the the jet fuel behind a brand starting from scratch. Like, hey, these smart nonsense guys are behind this this idea worth sharing right therefore like our brand can just it'll be big enough where it's like algorithms don't matter you just get smart nonsense to post your shit right we are the algorithm we are the algorithm okay so takeaway takeaway is tie the bow pop uh one we're realizing that though tempting it is oh it's so tempting you're turning down money. I think you want to keep the opportunities. Like yeah, we don't you don't want, want to burn any. You don't want to burn entirely. any bridges. Figure out a way where you can still specialize, still ideally work with these people. Whether that's making like one-off exceptions, but still holding true to your religion, or just I don't know what the fuck you do. But basically, figure that out, systematize it, be the best in the world at it. <laughs> that's the only way to scale wait your video went out for a while and when you came back you were laying on your side <laughs> i know i'm getting tired <laughs> a lot of mental energy uh so what we're gonna do is we're gonna come back to uh we got a brainstorming session for our youtube people because they're asking about growth henry and i we're gonna figure out okay how do we solidify our thoughts from this podcast and then come back to them and be like here's the strategy um probably fire us <laughs> fire us or spend that money for us to do short form, that can go viral. And then eventually, if you're a brand, people will follow you anywhere. 
that's the idea. That's and true. Sean Mendes came out of Vine. David Dobrik came out of Vine. Uh, like like these people crushed short form. That was Logan and then Paul. They went, Viner. Logan Paul, the Paul Brothers, sure. They crushed, crushed, crushed short form in like six months. One year, two years. They were hot on there. And then their fan base followed him. Oh. Sean Mendes, though. Sean Mendes, like, got out of media. And his his people followed him. Yeah. Huh. Okay, Belky, we got some thinking to do. And we'll have a call. We got a lot of thinking to do. Hey, this I feel like this is a frequent problem for anyone that's creative and not working on software. Pretty much anyone that wants to start something. So, we'll, we'll keep you updated. Artist. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. That's it. That was that was really shitty. Uh, God, you want to tie a third bow? Tie a third bow, Pop. You you can never have enough bows. Uh, <laughs> hey, next episode, uh, I wanted to talk about something. What? Pop, are you frozen or are you yanking <laughs> I my chin? Oh! I wanted to see if I could yank it. <laughs> <laughs>